Welcome to episode 177 of the VHAA Weekly Update. My name is Tim Nagel and I'm joined today by Lexi Rozo. Welcome, Lexi. Thanks, Tim. So, Lexi, uh, as you know, today we will do the clue and it's a little bit hard to do the clue when we're not in the same room, so I'm going to hold up the clue. Okay. If you could tell the people what you see. I can see a can of SPC baked beans. Yes, so yep. a can of SPC baked beans, that's right. So now you saw that can of SPC baked beans. Enriched tomato, yep. And I'm just going to make a slight amendment. That's working perfectly. Based on this clue, what would you say today's topic is? Uh, well, the second can was an SPC baked beans with reduced salt. Um, not sure I can make a connection to anything, if you want to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so today's, so you'll know that the SPC could stand for the Shepherd and Packing Company. I'm not sure whether it does or not. But it could also stand for the Safe Patient Care Act. So amendment to the SPC could be an amendment to the Safe Patient Care Act, which is what we're talking about today. Oh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> um, so I'll have a couple of questions about the Safe Patient Care Act then. Um, has the Safe Patient Care Act Amendment Act 2020 passed through Parliament? So yes, it has. The Safe Patient Care Nurse to Patient and Midwife to Patient Ratios Amendment Bill 2020 was introduced into Parliament in June 2020 and successfully passed by the Victorian Government on the 10th of November 2020. Today we'll give an overview of the changes created by the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2020. So before we do that, it is important to highlight that the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2020 is not the only change to the Safe Patient Care Act currently in the process of being implemented. That's correct. The Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2019 uh, is being implemented over five years with the last changes scheduled to occur on the 1st of March 2023. What are the items due for implementation on the 1st of March 2021? as a result of the Safe Patient Care Act, Amendment Act 2019? I'm very glad you asked. Well, if we start with those changes from the Safe Patient Care Act, Amendment 2019, that are due to be implemented on the 1st of March, 2021. So they'll be on the, on the screen currently. So the changes from the 2019 Amendment Acts are as follows. A new rounding rule applies to afternoon shifts of all emergency departments specified in part two or part three of schedule three to which section 25 applies. And as we know, that's above 7,000 presentations. The second change is that new rounding rule applies to night shift in all maternity services of all hospitals. And finally, there's a new ratio for resuscitation beds for afternoon and night shift. So the first two are an extension of the existing rounding rules to new shifts. Members will be familiar with these, correct? They will be, yes, that's right. And the ratio for resuscitation beds on afternoon and night shifts, is this new? It is. So we'll just have a look at the slide how the resuscitation bed ratio will operate. So an operator of a hospital specified in part one of schedule three must staff one nurse for each resuscitation bed in the emergency department 
on the afternoon and night shift in addition to the current specified ratios for emergency departments. And does the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2019 define resuscitation bed? It does. That defines resuscitation beds as follows. Resuscitation bed means a bed in an emergency department that is allocated for the assessment, resuscitation and treatment of patients with critical conditions and, and that is being used for that purpose. So that takes us to the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2020. It does. What are the main purposes of the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act of 2020? So the main purposes of the Amendment Act 2020 are split into two areas. So the first one is we can see on screen the amendments to the Safe Patient Care Act 2015 being to amend the rounding method used when determining staff requirements and to amend certain nurse to patient and midwife to patient ratios on specified shifts in certain wards and finally to reclassify Warrnambool Base Hospital as a level two hospital. And then the second purpose is amendments to the Child Wellbeing and Safety Act 2005 and that is to amend the Child Wellbeing and Safety Act 2005 to require providers of certain maternal and child health services to employ or engage nurses for those services only if the nurses have prescribed maternity or maternal and child health nursing qualifications. And do all these amendments to the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2020 come in at once? No, so they're also like the Amendment Act 2019, the Amendment Act 2020 is also staged, but instead of being five years, it's staged over three. So the three stages are effective from the 1st of July 2021, the 1st of July 2022, and finally the 1st of July 2023. So what are the changes that come into effect on 1 July 2021? So the, there is only one additional change for the 1st of July 2021. For level one hospitals, general medical or surgical wards will require a nurse in charge on night shift. So it's just one change, but it's a big one. Yeah, so that's right, as there will be a lot of such wards in existence. And what are the changes that come into effect on 1 July 2022? There are a number of changes that occur from 1st of July 2022. Uh, these are up on the screen at the moment. So the changes from 1st of July 2022 are as follows. The after-hours coordinator must be supernumerary in level four hospitals with one or two wards and either a nominated birthing suite and or emergency department with greater than two and a half thousand presentations per annum. The other changes are amendments to the rounding method. So all hospitals, uh, the afternoon shift in aged high care residential will be amended and also for all hospitals the night shift in rehabilitation. Emergency departments listed in part one of schedule three with a, a co-located short stay observation or SSO area where the combined ED SSO has 30 or more beds will require an additional nurse in charge on night shift or night duty. Uh, for level two hospitals, nurse in charge on night duty for medical surgical, uh, medical and surgical wards. For special care nurseries, nurse midwife in charge on a sh night shift if they have over eight or more occupied cots. For the birthing suites, midwife in charge on a night shift if they have six or more nominated birthing suites. For postnatal wards, nurse to midwife in charge on a night shift. And finally, Warrnambool Hospital will be recategorised as a level two hospital. And then finally, what are the changes that come into effect on 1 July 2023? So there are a number of changes that occur from the 1st of July 2023. These are up on screen at the moment. 
So from 1st of July 2023, the rounding method for all hospitals, morning shift in aged high care residential will change. For level three hospitals, there'll be a nurse in charge on night duty for medical and surgical wards. In terms of geriatric evaluation management wards, there'll be a nurse in charge on night shift. And for birthing suites, midwife in charge on an afternoon shift if they've got six or more nominated birthing suites. So there are the changes for the Amendment Act 2020. And I guess, are there any other additional matters that the members should be conscious of? So it's February. Uh, so that means that members will need to review their safe patient care notifications regarding birthing suites and mixed wards. It's also just worth uh, mentioning that some members have found it useful just to timestamp those notifications so that a person visiting that site can tell that they have been updated uh, and when they've been reviewed. The other item that's worth just bringing to members' attention is that emergency departments with the short stay units are also mixed boards, so it should also be included in that notification. Thanks for taking us through the upcoming changes to the Safe Patient Care Act and all the changes contained within the Safe Patient Care Amendment Act 2020. My pleasure. Uh, what should members do if they have any further questions on this? People can contact our query team on 98614000 and they'll be able to provide assistance. And people should also get the updated department guide to implementing the Safe Patient Care Amendments as well. It's a really useful guide and has a lot of great information for members. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Lexi.